Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to another 13 Pro-Am on tour. My name's Dave Parkinson and uh, unlike other episodes where I've been actually venturing into clubs virtually, of course, uh, I'm venturing into something completely different. So at risk of sounding very Monty Python-esque, um, I'm delighted to be joined by Sam Rowe of the Prison Service. How are you doing, Sam? Are you okay? Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. And, um, well, tell us about tell us about Prison Service Rugby League, because I have to admit, I know nothing about it. Um, yeah, well, it's got some history behind the Prison Service Rugby League side. Um, it's been going for a number of years, I believe, but it's never really um, taken off and become quite a um, popular sport within the Prison Service. Um, obviously, with uh, football being the dominant sport in England, uh, it's always been mainly around football. Um but recently, obviously, from the 90s, um, the prison service rugby league side started coming back in, in there. Uh, they went on tour to Australia, I believe, in the 90s um, and played against the police over there. Um, and then from then on, they've just played fixtures, not annual fixtures or anything like that, for the years. But I know in uh, the 2000, in about 2008, 2009, I think, uh, they went on tour to Serbia again. And this was before I was in the service. So I've got this information from lads who were previously played from the jail armor. And then when Todd Sabian played two international fixtures out there. Um, and I think I believe they won both. So they went and did well. And then from then on, really, it's just been um the odd couple of fixtures a year, um, right up until about 2017, where um myself and the people like Byron, Byron Edwards, um and um Jasmine the Nagra, they, they came on board and they well they were running it before I come on board and then I held them really from there on from about 2017 onwards. Mm. That's when I got involved in it. Um, but yeah, they did not really have um, there's never anything been anything like set in stone with the rugby league side and the prison service. But um, we're basically a team that just comes together. Um, there's no like, training behind or anything like that. We just we literally mm-hmm. turn up. Um, just, we got come from all over the country. There's, there's quite most of the I'll, most of the lads are from um, up north, uh, from like the Yorkshire, Lancashire area, Cumbria, um, where you do get your mainly rugby league lads from. Uh, but we have a couple come from Wales um, and down south. So yeah, we just come together, um, represent the prison service. You know, we've become quite close mates really because uh, there's, there's a core of players now who play for us. 
Um, and yeah, we turn up, play for prison service and play against um, other service sides. And also we've played amateur sides and we've also played against some, uh, some professional side in country bears. So, so yeah, that's it really. Um, other than that, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like you, you're getting quite organised with it. It would be nice to see sort of like something official coming on board, like, you know, playing against the, the police service every year, playing against the teachers, maybe entering, um, you know, like they have the services, the services cups where like the students are involved and that type of thing. Is that where you hope to take it? Yeah, that, that's, that is the aim. That's um, that's our future aim. Um, obviously, last year we played against the um, Great Britain Police and we played against the uh, North England Teachers. Um, we beat both of them, and then uh, this year was actually due to play the England students, and we were meant to play against like, the Army and the Navy. And we was hoping if we performed or beat beaten them, that we then would that might be a sort of like a, a route into that competition. We, we do want to enter the President's Cup. Mm. I've been in touch with the RFL about about entering it. I've not yet had a, um, a proper response from them, if I'm honest. But I'm keeping keeping. Uh, Asking him, emailing, and seeing seeing where it goes. Really, hopefully, um, in the future, they will let us enter that. But I do know that they're looking. They want another side to enter it with us, so it become a. Because if we entered it, become a five-team competition. So they want the six teams to make it even. Mm-hmm. So, but we are trying to push us to get into that. But yeah, that is that is one of the the things we are aiming to do is to get into that. So we've got regular fixtures every year. And when I was doing a little bit of a read-up, you've already had a couple of lads represent the, the likes of the Dragon Hearts, haven't you, over in Wales? Yes. So, I mean, yeah, that, that, that's like really Byron. good. Yeah, Byron was one of the ones who was the founders of this one, uh, of the team with, with Jasrinda. And, um, Byron was mainly from a rugby union background and he's come on leaps and bounds in rugby league and he now plays it um, in down in, up in Wales, sorry, down in Wales, I should say, um, and for the uh, Torfeen Tigers. So, and then he's been picked for uh, the Wales Dragon Arts from that, so it's it really good. Uh, I mean, in a lot of ways, that that then gives another option for other guys to, you know, work their way into international setups, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, we've, we've had that as well. We had um, another like Jordan Siddons who played for us. He, he's represented um, the England um, Lion, I think it's the England Lion Hats, or, um, and, he, and for Baylor and that, and he's been on tour. I think he went to Jamaica or something like that, so he's... We've had other lads like that, and we've got lads who have played semi-professionally within our uh, in our ranks. Like so, we've got lads who have played for Hunslet, Keighley, um, and teams like that. So we have got that um, background of lads playing at a good level. So that does help us in a sense because we uh, we've got quite a strong background of players. Most of the lads play for either NCL sides or used uh, to play uh, semi-professional sides. So. And certainly services rugby league seems to be the way that it's developing. You know, you've not got the same sort of things which they faced in the RAF, for example, where rugby league wasn't recognised for years and years and years, have you? No, no, not really, no. Um, obviously, within the prison service, a lot of rugby lads, um, you know, because the sort of job it is, you get a lot of rugby lads um, get going into, that, into the service. So um, they've always have been there. It's just getting everyone together, really, and having that push to, to get everyone to come and do it. Um, and, like, it, it wasn't really happening in the past. I don't know, us with shifts and everything like that and wherever work, it's hard sometimes to get time off to be able to play. So that's been a difficulty in the past, uh, lads getting time off. Um, and they've been turning up to fixing. They've been hoping to have a squad of 17 turn up and they've only had maybe nine, ten players turn up. So that hasn't helped. Um, and then now, uh, we've, we've got a group of lads who have said, yeah, we want to play, we want to do it. And that's where I've come on board and I've, I've hopefully I've 
sorted it really well. Myself and Byron and Jos Winder, uh, we've all pushed and it's now where we are now. Uh, we've got a good core group of lads who, you know, turn up every time. They, they book the time off work. It's a lot. It's easier now to get the time off with the amount of staff in within jails and stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, for us and because of how well we've done recently, um, the, the jails are then saying, well, yeah, you can have the time off because it's looking obviously good on the prison service, how, how well we are doing. So, so it's getting recognition, you know, across the service, which is is very good for rugby league, isn't it? And, and very good for yourselves. Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So we're getting more and more recognised, which is great. Um, we're looking to hopefully get, um, before when we have the prison service sports association, what uh, fund, every, fund all the prison side, so the side in the service. Um, now, before when we first started, we were only getting a budget of about two grand a year um, due to the fact we didn't play the fixtures. But now, um, I started the budget from last year and we got it, it trebled near enough. So we got like six grand last year um, to help us for last year into this year. Um, this year, obviously, was meant to play this year, obviously, with the pandemic happening. Um, the budget's got um, stopped for now. So, mm. obviously, the pandemic's over. Um, so, and then we're looking for even more money this year because we're looking to do even more, get more fixtures booked in. So, it is getting more and more recognised and realising that we are actually making a bit of a name for ourselves within rugby league. And so, I'd imagine that two grand initially wouldn't take you very far with regards to organising things and setting up, um, you know, sort of venues and, and fixtures and, and sort of transport costs and all that type of stuff that throws in. What, what type of things are involved? What type of things are on your budget out of interest? Uh, on the budget, we've got, um, we have to obviously, yeah, there's travel, um, because because lads come from all over, we, we have to travel ourselves uh, in cars, um, lads from certain, because we've got certain, so many lads from each certain jails, and they all come together, so we give them like travel expenses and things like that, mm. for making that travel, because we can travel all over the country. Um, there's also budgets like kits, um, we don't get any budget towards off-field gear, so the kit at the top I've got now, we, we self-fund that, so pay for that ourselves, Um and I just organised for luckily I know somebody locally where I live who does uh, sports gear, so I've got him to do it for us. Um, but uh, there's also it's on obviously the pitch if we have to hire a pitch to play on because our um, home ground is actually in Coventry. All right, okay. Coventry at New World Rebel, um, where our training colleges so when you go for training to become a prison officer, um, and obviously because a lot of us are from um, up north, we, we don't tend to go and play down there. Maybe once a year, like we do play Coventry. Um, we we tend to play up here and we try and find grounds around like up in North and Yorkshire area for us so we'd have to travel as far which also saves us money um, there's also obviously the pain of officials so we have to pay officials if we have to pay for that higher grounds uh, yeah that sort of thing really so I'm guessing that you're always on the lookout for sponsors as well to come in and help with those type of things. So I suppose here's 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 the perfect pitching area for you, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Mate? Yeah, well, yeah, we, we need a sponsor. We've been trying for the last two years, really. Um, so if there is anybody listening out there that does want to uh, sponsor the prison service, obviously we are an organisation that's um, represent the prison service globally and nationally through for England. So if anybody would be interested, please do get in contact with the uh, prison service Twitter or Facebook page and. Um, We'll speak to you about that really and go for what we're looking for. So, yeah. Uh, what is the the actual addresses of that Twitter and Facebook page? Uh, it's HMP, uh, at HMP Rugby League. 
Okay, and um, I suppose taking it further than that, I mean, a lot of um, a lot of businesses, a lot of sports are looking more online, aren't they? And um, you know, setting up those communities and really fostering and getting the information out there. And I know that you're particularly keen on it. Um, you know, I've I've been following the the the, the sites that you have um, myself over the last sort of week or so since we we set this meeting up. And um, you know, it, it's definitely the way to go, isn't it? How have you found sort of developing that? Uh, yeah, it's, it's helped us uh, massively, really. Because um, when we first like started getting back into like becoming popular, um, that was how we set our platform really to, to get going. Because we used the Twitter, the Facebook, Instagram, um, and we went from there. So we just tried building that up. Um, and for us, it's been it's been great because we've been able to organise fixtures for all that. That's how mainly we get our fixtures because other clubs and uh, services have seen that they've got their own pages and. We've organised through them the Twitter and Facebook pages um, games and fixtures. So for us, um, the social media platform has been has been brilliant. Um, it's 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 helped us um, organise fixtures and set ourselves up really. And it's also helped us with um, becoming ambassadors for uh, charities and things like that as well. So we've um, linked up with them. We've, we actually um, helped fund their ambassadors for joining Jack and the Connellins. You know the lad from home, uh, being brain aware. So. We're involved with both of them and uh, we try and help them raise their profile as well as obviously our own, which is that's what we've both done to try and benefit each other. So. Yeah, it's been great for us. It's a fantastic initiative, that isn't it? And I really like the fact that you're working with those two uh, those two charities. You know that that really sets you out there, doesn't it? Maybe apart from some others. Yeah, it does. Yeah, um, obviously joining Jack's quite globally recognised. It would be anyway, isn't it? So for us to get on board with them, it helps us as well, um, as well as helping them to raise their awareness of theirs. The Bushian, so. Where um, it was great to get involved with them. We've had people like obviously they've got ambassadors already, you know, professionals. So we've had like people like Paul Schofield actually message the um, the page and stuff and thanked us for helping things like that. So that's great for us. And he he now shares stuff for us on Twitter, so it helps us get recognised a bit more. And then Connor Lindsay is um, he's a lad from I'm from Hull myself, so uh, Connor's obviously had from the Hull. So I thought, and there's quite a few of us lads from Hull who play from Hull Jail. So we I got in contact with Connor and asked him, and he. He um he was like keen to get involved with it as well. Uh, sadly, Connor hasn't been able to come to a game yet um, due to his illnesses himself. But he's he's always actively messaging the page and raising contact. So and he's he's a great young lad. He's been brilliant uh, for us. So. It's quite interesting, almost hearing that the. Um you know, because you, you talk about um, kind of like Heartlands and the Heartlands in, in this country being sort of Wigan, Leeds and Hull. And it's the same with, with your organisation in that case. Yeah, where you yeah. seem to have a lot of a lot of lads from the from the Hull district. Um, you know, is that just something because of, of, you know, how popular rugby league is there? Yeah, yeah, I would say it is because of that, yeah. We've got a lot of lads at our um, jail uh, are all rugby fans. So we roll FC or OKR fans, so... You've got that, and they all play for local size in Hull. Um, and we're quite lucky at the jail where actually we all work at Hull, Hull HV Hull. So we um, we self roster, so we can like look at so days if we need off for rugby, we can actually put in for them days off. And I'd say 99% of the time we are allowed them off because our <clears throat> look at our governor is a loves his rugby league, he's a massive rugby league enthusiast. But um, he he loves the fact that we represent the service in rugby league, so he's really supportive um, of us having time off for that. Um, and also, yeah, you've got the, the jails from Leeds. Um, we get a lot of lads from Leeds jails, from, from Leeds, um, Wheelston. Um, and we've got lads from Weatherby um, and all that. There's also the women's jails as well. So they provide lads for us. 
for the Wicked, like to Newall um, and Ascombe Grange. So, uh, yeah, so it's, but we've got a lot of Northern-based lads. But like I say, we've got lads from uh, now in Cardiff who come and play for us. So we've had that. Um, and obviously, obviously, in Lancashire as well. So... It sounds like it's growing as well, doesn't it? You know, the fact that you've got this sort of geographical spread, you know, of different people coming from different places in the country and they're all going to be, um, you know, speaking to their colleagues and saying, hey, you know, like, look what I'm doing. Do you fancy coming along? Yeah, yeah, that is happening. To be fair, last, uh, this year we've had quite a lot of people um, messaging on the Twitter pages and also lads who were playing at um, jails. Um, they're asking them about what how they get involved So. Um, a lot of them obviously saying, oh, can you pass me my number? They've been speaking to myself or uh, Byron now. So um, <clears throat> they've been speaking to us and we've been adding them into our WhatsApp chat we've got um, and getting them involved. I've been Because we don't train, it's hard to um, find out what sort of ability they've got. So we just have to ask about the background, who they've played for, who they play for, etc. And just having to go off that really. But we just give everyone a go. It's, it's just how we do it and then they'll play a game and see how they perform sort of thing. We can't really judge anybody on apart from performance. So. But yeah, we're getting more and more people involved and it's, it's great for us because the squad's uh, <clears throat> growing massively. So You mentioned you mentioned there about the growth of the, the growth of the men's <coughs> squad. Have you also got scope to, uh, you know, women's rugby starting to get recognised more and more, um, isn't it? And yeah. What's the sort of um, uh, links into, into that side of things? Um, there was a rugby union side, women's rugby union side already in the prison service. There's no rugby league side of yet. Um, I, I'm not really, I don't really know about life, if I'm honest. Um, I know the women's rugby union side do play annual fixtures and uh, I think they do quite well, to be fair. But um, the rugby league side, I don't know yet. Obviously, I hope it'd be great. I'd love to, um, if anybody did get in contact with me about that, any women in the service that do want to try and start that and want any advice or help or anything, then obviously would, we would help them to, to set that up. So, yeah. I suppose it's one for the future, that, isn't it, really? Um, yeah, it is, yeah. Also thinking about the future, um, we, we've already seen the likes of, you know, the Army, Navy, Air Force, Police Service enter things like the Challenge Cup. Um, do you have longer-term ambitions to maybe have a, have a tilt at that, possibly? Yeah, definitely. That is uh, that is another goal of ours. Um, we would like to play in the Challenge Cup. I actually tried last year to get into this year, um, but... They they just they'd already decided on the teams and we'd put um, our application forward. So the plan is to put it in again this year for next year and hopefully either next year or the year after um, we might be able to, to get into the Challenge Cup. So I was hoping with the fixtures we had this year that um, that might set us in good stead to get in because we're playing sides where we actually do already play in it um, and it's sure that we are competitive with them so we could compete. Obviously, we, we honestly believe that we would be competitive. So... Um, but yeah, that is our few one of our goals to get in the Challenge Cup. So. Certainly, your last twelve months. I mean, you was you was really competitive. You had, you had a really good year, didn't you, in twenty nineteen? Yeah, really good year. Went unbeaten um, until we played Coventry, and we only got beat by two points there. So um, yeah, we, we was really competitive last year. Um, we got a really good, good good core of players last year, you see. So that helped, and then we just added to that, and we was getting more and more quality lads coming in, which meant improved us. And then, obviously, back end of the year, the results were great. Uh, and it proved against Coventry where we, how much we'd come on from the year before. So I think the year before, we got beat by 50-odd points by them. And this year, it was 22, uh, 20 points to 18. So it just shows how far we have actually come on within that year. That's a hell of a lot of a development in that short space of time, really, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just recruitment, basically. And then... Like I say, we've had a, that recruitment has then like set a group core of players who now who 
are there every game and then we've, we started putting systems in place for those to then develop on the pitch and off the pitch so yeah I'm glad there's so much more to, uh, you know, the prison service rugby league because I just got images of it being a little bit like that porridge old thing <laughs> where, where you played against inmates or something, you know. So I'm glad that you've been able to put me right on on, on that, really, and that there's a, there's a hell of a lot more beneath the surface and there's a, a lot more to come, I feel. Yeah, there is, yeah. A lot of people think that, to be fair. They think it's some sort of, like, it's like the longest yard or something like that. that <laughs> they on the inmates and stuff like that, but, but no, it isn't that. Uh, I don't think we're getting short to be able to do that, to be fair. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Uh, and what about your background? You know, how's how's your journey gone to get to where you are now in, in prison service? Um, well, yeah, I've, I've played I've played rugby since I was about seven years old. So uh, I, I played all going for in Beverly Braves, uh, for Beverly Rugby League around here. Um, I played for them until I was 15, and sadly my my age group disbanded, so we had to uh, move sides and everything. Um, and then I moved on, and then I was I used to play at Hookingston Rovers Academy growing up through the scholarships and stuff. Um, and then I got released from there, and I played for West Hull as well. Um, and then I went off to university. Uh, that's where really I, I picked on from there. I played for Yorks in John Rugby League, so it was the York Tigers. Um, and then from there, I, I played for Yorks in Ice for a while. Uh, for a year while I was there, so I got picked up while playing for university, um, and then uh, I left. Obviously, after university, I've come back and I've come back to. I played locally actually for um, Scala, you know, Scala, but like Scala Ball, Scala, because um, one the my the coach Scala actually works for me at uh, the prison, so he, he convinced me to go down there. But then that's how I got involved with the prison service team here. Um, the other year when we were playing, uh, we played West Yorkshire Police, and that's where I first got involved with the prison service rugby side and um, I didn't really have any input then really I just turned up and played for the first couple of games played them and then the Merseyside um, police side and then we played Coventry and then that's when I started getting involved and said how, how about like, someone like myself gets involved because mm. um, I've always been enthusiastic about rugby league and Byron and, and Jazz Winder who was running at the time um, was like it was keen for me to get on board but there was also Sean Archery well actually who was involved in that um, and they said, yeah, you can take it on board. So it was myself and uh, Lewis Evans who both work at Hull. We both uh, took on, uh, he took on the social media side, I think, because I'm not brilliant on it, if I'm honest. Um, and then I just took on the organising the game. That's when I got the commentary game first sorted. Um, and it just took off from there, really. There weren't any, like, real voting on it. They just, I just asked if I could get involved. And because I was quite enthusiastic, um, they basically handed the reins over to me a bit and just said, yeah, you, you go for it if you want and then obviously last year 2019 we just we pushed on from there really so yeah but yeah that's my sort of background in rugby I've always played um, I'm still playing now I'm still playing now in the Beverly Rugby League now I've gone back to Beverly you know so it's my hometown team so I've gone back there so hopefully for the rest of my uh, so I decide to retire so um, there's a lot of lads that do that isn't there you know you find that through like age groups for whatever reason and there's nothing to go into and then they, they end up coming back you know I've, I've heard that story so many times and um, in fact you know my, my club Lee East a couple of years ago we had this uh, lad who just turned up mid-season and everybody like welcomed him with open arms and I'd never seen him before I'd been involved for about like five years and um, he was like yeah, yeah I've, I've been in the army for like the last sort of ten years or something you know he said I, I left he sort of doing uh, Easter and then I've come back now you know so it's always interesting finding uh, guys that do end up going back and giving it back to, to the clubs as well isn't it oh yeah 
Yeah, well, like, Matt and I originally, I, was, I just wanted to try and play at a high level. I was playing the NCL uh, at the time. Beverly were playing in the, the Yorkshire Men's League, so um, that was just my ambition to try and play in the high league. Um, then I went and played in the high league for a few years, and um, for me, obviously, I've got, I've got a bottom of my home and everything in Beverly now. I was, I'm all my best. Most of my like, group of friends and my best friends all play down at Beverly, and I thought, What's the point in travelling now to play? I might as well go and enjoy myself for however many years I've got left. And above Beverly, obviously, down the NCL, so in um, Division 2. So my aim now is with them to try and win promotion, obviously, up the leagues into Div 1. And then hopefully, fingers crossed, one day we'll get in the Prem. So. When you was over at Skirla, was that when they were regular Prem and, and top top dogs? No, I, I, I joined um, the year they got relegated. So I was the year after when they were in Division 1. So I only ever played in Division 1 for them. Um, and the year before, actually before the year before that, I played for um, I played two years at uh, Scale, and the year before that, I played for Old Dockers. Oh, did you? Yeah, so I played a year at Old Dockers, and um, then went to Scale. So, and do you feel that because of the experience that is that you've had, it's been easier for you to sort of jump on board with kind of like the management side of things with the prison? Yeah, service? well, obviously, university. My, my degree was um, sport development management, so. That obviously had a big factor in, in me wanting to get involved with that because I had that background anyway with the degree and um, that's something I'd, I'd eventually I'd love to do as a, a job. But uh, this getting involved in this, you see, obviously will hopefully help me in the future with, with that if everyone's going to that. So. I do find it interesting as well because sometimes over the course of these type of chats that I've been having with people, it's almost like guys were press ganged into taking up the pen and sort of doing the management side or joining a committee or something. And that doesn't seem to have happened with you. You've been happy to go and, and, and jump in and, and be. Yeah, there. yeah, I was. Yeah. yeah, I just wanted to help out really. Yeah. And it was just something that they were keen to bring us on board. And um, it's something I enjoy doing. I like, I like to take charge of things. So <laughs> it was a great idea for me. So I didn't have to sit back and I could help. And then I knew that um, I was obviously adding to what we had, so it was good, yeah. Um, there's no point skirting around the issue because we're sort of like in the middle of June when we're recording this. So we're slap bang in the middle of when there's still um, lockdown, albeit slightly released and various things going back to some sort of normality. Um, how's that affected the planning in the with the Service Rugby League this season? Uh, oh, it's affected us uh, massively, really. Um, Obviously, due to, due to that, we haven't been able to play any games because we were actually due to start playing games in March this year. Uh, and the week after, we were going to play the week before the lockdown actually commenced. Um, but we were going to play Grimman Police, but their um, sports association wouldn't allow them to play um, due to the risk of the coronavirus. So um, we hadn't played any fixtures yet this year. Um, we were going to play, we had fixtures from March all the way through up until about October set. So it's affected us. If we can able to play by the end of the year, we might look to um, organise something if we can, games-wise. But other than, otherwise, we ain't going to be able to play this year. But we will look to, if, if we are unable to play this year, we'll look to start again next year and kick on from there, really. Um, hopefully, we can organise the games we're going to play this year to next year. Yeah, so we have the fixtures from, from that year. And then and we're looking to, um, hopefully, we're looking to do another tour um, within the future as well, either... We was looking at hopefully back in this year, but um, it might have to be next year now. We was looking at places like uh, Ireland, Spain, and places like that, um, where rugby league is developing. We hope to go and add towards um, towards that and get play fixtures out there against either their prison service sides out there or police sides. Um, and there's also the World Police and Fire Games, um, what are hosted every year, what the prison service also are involved in. Um, 
that was meant to be next year in Rotterdam, but I believe they're also closing the meeting um, within the next couple of months to see if they're going to be able to host that next year or not. So hopefully they do, um, and we're looking to enter a sign into that because they play a sevens tournament and a nines tournament. So we're hoping to enter them. Um, I think it's rugby union, but we're going to enter the rugby league side into it and see how we get on. So it'd be interesting to see how we do in that. Um, but yeah, that's another thing we are looking to, with it being next year or maybe the year after. So uh, so yeah. Uh, fingers crossed I've really enjoyed finding out about um, you know rugby league in the prison service so thank you ever so much for this education uh, you know uh, it's, it's, it's really good to sort of chat about it and um, to meet different people as well um, Sam thank you ever so much for your time no worries thank you thank you for having me and you'll be able to listen to another edition of 13 Prime on tour very soon have I contacted your club have you been in touch with me by all means drop me a message on Twitter at Dave Parkinson RL and who knows the next time you could be sat exactly where Sam is and answering those same sorts of questions thank you so much 